everyone. This is Dr. Colleen Meyer with Meyer and Mintz LLC bringing you Fearless in Pink. We have a wonderful and inspiring woman entrepreneur. This is Shelly Howard. Shelly Howard is the founder and CEO of College Ready. So College Ready helps get your students or your kids into match colleges without losing your mind or your money. Uh, Shelly, so tell us a little bit more about you that I haven't covered in that intro. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I love working with students. Mm -hmm. Where most people turn away from teenagers, I lean into teenagers. So College Ready was established 13 years ago, and we help students all over the world not only find the perfect match colleges to apply to, but we also help them understand their return on investment, how not to go into debt, and how to plan and strategize. So we're more than just college planners. We are actually everything from A to Z when it comes to college. When, when, a, your, when your customer comes to you or a parent or, or some guardian, when they come to you about their child's um, education, like what are the first questions that they ask? Well, interesting you, you mentioned that. A mommy morning, pretty much in tears, felt like a failure because she didn't knew, know where to start because it's nothing like it was when we went to college. It mm -hmm. is so much more competitive and so much more overwhelming for these kids. And so the questions I often get is, where do I start? What age do I start? How do I know what college is good for my student? How do I help them pick a major? I mean, there's, there's nobody in high school that's teaching them, who am I and why does that matter? And yet the world is asking them to pick a major and commit to a career when they're not even 18 yet. And so we dive deeper into their core values. We start with who are they and why does it matter? And for some students, they've never been asked this. And they would love to let you know they truly just don't know. And so helping them get through that path of who am I and why does it matter really then turns to I now know what kind of college is a good fit for me. I know what kind of major I want, and I have a pretty good idea of the career that I would really enjoy doing. Now I can decide if college or a college is a good financial fit. So helping students navigate that process, we start with them as young as when they promote from eighth grade. And many people are like, whoa, that is crazy. The reality is we don't start deep diving into college until their junior year, but it gives us time to help them with community service, leading others, creating change in the world they wish to see, figuring out who I am and, you know, start to look at introspection. And by the time they're a junior, they can answer all those questions. When I get them as a junior or senior, we're just trying to patch the holes, fill the gap, move them forward and get them set on their own path. So students find us anywhere between middle school and high school. We work with transfer students, MBAs, PhDs, law degrees. So we're really the whole scope. And we're not just focused on you're good at math, good at MIT. 
that is what is a normal thing for people to assume. And that's where the mistakes start to happen. What kind of mistakes would you be talking about? What, like, what would be the common mistakes that you, that you help them avoid? Sure. The, the number one mistake that I usually hear is the firstborn, right? That's our test subject. And they usually are, um, they let their 17 year old navigate this whole process. They may apply early decision because they're like, yeah, I want to know my decision early, but what they don't realize is it's a binding contract. They have to attend there and they have to pay the price. That means they're getting rid of all the other options. So they'll never know anywhere else they got into. That's an, an I see that all the time. The other piece is letting a student apply to something such as women's studies, where there's no career called women's studies. And when they get out, they have no idea what they're going to do with their major. I'm not saying don't do that major. I'm simply stating if you're going to do a major that doesn't have a title to a job, you need to be a little more clear about what that looks like. So that's where a lot of people get into problem. And then the final thing is financially. Their students, I will tell you, I work with teenagers all day long. If I give them a million dollars, they would not know what to do with it. If I tell them they're going into $300,000 worth of debt for going to that college, they're like, okay, yeah, it sounds great. My parents, yeah, they'll take care of it. No big deal. And the parents are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm -hmm. And then I simply tell the student, how long do you want to work for free? And all of a sudden they get this perplexed look like, well, I don't want to work for free. And I'm like, well, neither do your parents. And so we were able to have that open conversation about, is it a good financial fit for your family? You know, um, I think this is a good thing to have college ready because when I was in high school, you know, we had the counselors, you take the test, you find out, you know, they started, but that's, I don't think they have that anymore. And then also, I worked at a university as a professor, and people would jump from, well, I want to do this now. Well, I want to do this now. So actually, in the process of being in a college or university, they still don't know. So starting early, going back to even you know, when I was in high school, they did it. But you're talking even further back to junior high school. And I think that's important because it eliminates this jumping around. There's this, there's that, there's this. I remember my daughter went to school and she wanted to study uh, philosophy. And I'm like, yeah, which is a really great subject. I love philosophy, but, it, but it's one of those degrees. You just have to make sure, you know, are you going to teach philosophy? What are you going to do with that degree? Mm -hmm. and, and she ended up switching it anyway. But it's, it's concerning the parents, like you said, about what are they going to do with that, that diploma and that education? Yeah, I often will talk to families and help them realize what I'm talking about. I'll say, would you allow your 17-year-old to go buy you a house without you being involved? Same amount of money. Would you even allow them to go buy a car without you having your recommendation or your say? Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, some people will say, well, they need to show maturity. They need to show that they can do this before they leave. Well, that's where they get themselves in trouble is because they don't even know where to start. And so they either get overwhelmed and shut down 
or they're just going to do whatever they Google says to do. And that's the scary part of, Mm -hmm. you know, they talk about college debt. It's not really the college's fault. It's really, there's nobody telling these kids, if you're good at this and you want to do this and you've proven that you can do this, this is a wonderful path, but nobody's having that conversation. If they do at home, what they, what the teenager hears is mom and dad don't want me to do what I want to do. That's Mm -hmm. what they hear. When a complete stranger tells them, have you thought about, do you want to go on and get a secondary degree and what that financially will mean to your future? And all of a sudden it like the light bulb goes on and they're like, oh my gosh, I, I never even thought about the first degree, let alone the second degree. And as you know, every degree costs money. Mm-hmm. It does. <laughs> More money, actually, as you keep going up, up the scale. You know, I had, a, I had a teacher that was working for me and um, he had a PhD eventually, but he was telling me that, uh, and he's, he is um, a minority, and I think he was saying that he got a scholarship for USC and he passed it up because he wanted to go somewhere else where his sister's at. And then he tells me later on that he kicks himself in the butt because he didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And, and I think he, and he was sharing, this is coming from him that sometimes it's harder for minorities, uh, especially if you're Hispanic first generation here, you know, to maneuver, and this is his words, um, this, the educational, how do I get in? What does that look like? And in him making that decision to pass up a scholarship at USC and then go to a California community, call, not community college, a California running university, which is still an amazing, uh, yeah. you know, it was amazing college he went to. We hired him, <laughs> but he just didn't know um, any of that whole process of getting in and understanding the relationship of all these things. Do you find that to be what, uh, what you see in your practice with your college ready to a hundred percent. And, and the, the challenges I tell people, you don't know what you don't know. And that's the tragedy. If you knew it, you wouldn't go down that rabbit hole. And so I work with a lot of families, our first generation to have their children go to university here. I work with a lot of parents who went to college 20 years ago, and it's not like it used to be. And so I, I give the parent grace. I'm, I have four kids of my own. The difference between my firstborn and my lastborn, I mean, it's night and day, even the change in the college structure and attendance this year during COVID, it got crazy Everybody was worried that there wouldn't be, you know, um, enough students. I will tell you the GPA average went up significantly. It got more challenging and it got more intense because some Mm -hmm. students chose to do nothing and stay at home and other students chose to try to do things online, their community service. They were still doing while staying safe figuring out how to take a test while being safe. So our students last year uh, earned $10.7 million in scholarships because they kept moving through COVID. We kept pushing through 
we were doing it safely, but they had somebody to help guide them versus they couldn't even get a return phone call from their high school. Mm-hmm. So it was very challenging year, but colleges are not going to just be like, oh, it was COVID. We're going to let you all in. It's they still have to have parameters of do you belong here? Will you be successful here? Because really it's a business and that's what matters to them. That is true. And I think that you're right. You know, uh, my granddaughter was, you know, uh, she, she struggled a little bit during um, COVID and, and we had a hard time getting the support from the school district. And, you know, they, I'm sure, you know, everybody had a pivot and I'm sure that they were pivoting as fast as they could. But like you said, there were kids, students being kind of dropped off at the, the wayside because uh, it just, you know, nobody experienced this before. So that's amazing that your organization helped kids stay on top of their grades for their G. Are you talking about their GPA and, and testing scores, right? Yeah. You get them in? Absolutely. You know, a simple thing like this, I was talking to a teacher last night and what she explained is how would I be able to write a letter of recommendation if they turn their video off? Think about that for a moment. If they're not participating in class, but yet they're expecting this teacher to write them a letter of recommendation, there's a time out there that's not going to work, but students are shocked that Mm -hmm. that is the case. And so, so yeah. And so helping our students understand this is your chance to shine, turn on your video, participate in class, meet that teacher in office hours, show them you want to learn. They're going to get the glowing letters of recommendation. Let's go switch gears a little bit. I know that you had said this and I want to go back to it. You had said, you know, you want to talk about their interests so that they can do, you know, community stuff. And I know that when you're looking at colleges and universities, a lot of times they want to see that on your, you know, I don't want to, it's not resume, but your, you know, your your application. application, application. So tell us a little bit about how important that is. So it has become more and more important as other things have fallen to the wayside, but it's always been important. I know, um, at least for my students, I will not take a student if they're not willing to do 200 hours of community service. And that's before they're a senior. There are many reasons why we, it's called passion with purpose. And I have found that while students are serving others, they figure out, do I like to lead or follow? Do I want a desk job? Do I want a laboratory job? Do I like elderly? Do I like babies? All of a sudden when they're giving of themselves, they're not focused on, I'm going to do it wrong. I'm going to not be successful. All of those fears just miss, just magically go away. Mm. And so our students create, they start with what they're passionate about. Then they figure out what they would like to see changed in the world. And then they lead others to create, to create change. This allows them to do something they're passionate about with people they want to be with and create change, which gives them power. Mm -hmm. So you watch them all of a sudden, instead of, I can't, I can't, I can't. They're like, I did this and I did this and I, and they become a leader, which again is what colleges are looking for. Yeah, they are looking for that. You're exactly right. 
let's talk about how did you get started in this type of business, college ready and getting kids ready to, for colleges? I've been very fortunate. Um, I've, this is my seventh business. And I am definitely an entrepreneur. Um, I wanted to be an entrepreneur straight out of high school. And my parents go, you know, I think this college thing is probably a good idea. And (laughs) that was all the advice I got. And when I got there, I changed my major five times. I, I was one of those kids who had no clue because I am an entrepreneur. So I'm like, oh, I love this. Oh, I love this. And it wasn't until I had that professor that inspired me. And as soon as that Mm -hmm. happened, I was all in, I ended up graduating with honors. I loved my college experience and I had a job four days out of college. I, um, I, I love the whole experience, how college ready happened is I was at my son's graduation in high school from high school And I was sitting next to a a young man, probably 17, 18. And he says, dude, I didn't even know that kid was smart. And he was talking about my son who was giving this ludatorian speech. And I'm like, here's a normal kid. Everybody else didn't know that he was this brainy kind of kid. And I thought we need more of that. We need no more labels, but just normal kids doing normal things that they love to do. And then when my son got into seven top tier schools and ended up going to Harvard for free, everybody was like, sign me up. How do I get, I want you to help me. So I was helping them on the side of my other full-time career. And I'm like, wait a minute. I really like this Mm -hmm. helping inspire teenagers to be the change they wish to see in the world. I'm like, I want to do this every day. And so I launched college ready straight away. And I, this is my 13th application season and I love my career. I truly would do it for free if I didn't have a mortgage. Yeah. You know, that's amazing when you find your little you know, your calling and, you know, helping people, because this is the way I look at education is we are changing, not this person's life, but generational, Mm -hmm. this generation, their kids, their grandkids. And it's this, this, um, this tsunami that just goes far and deep into uh, people's lives. And, and then, and then their kids, their kids, uh, they can see themselves. I can see myself here because they're inspired by the person that you helped. Right. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened is nobody in my family ever did any medicine. We're all entrepreneurs. And my firstborn said, mom, I want to be a brain surgeon. And I'm like, Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't know where you got that, but that sounds great. And he just graduated from medical school and he's an orthopedic surgeon. So there are some students who know straight away that that's, and so I have a doctor and then my next born is a nurse. She went through college and got her nursing degree. And I think that changed my family's life. I was the first to go to college Mm -hmm. and they took it a huge step way beyond what I ever dreamt of. If I could do that, with every student I get in contact with, I feel like I would have done my job in this world. And that's when that inspires me. It is not a dollar amount. It's, 
It's my mission is to inspire students to be the best they can be and they'll go to the best college. And if they do it well, they'll do it without debt. I remember when my son told me that how much he made with his first job out of Harvard, I'm like, that is game changing, Mm -hmm. like no debt and a huge salary. I'm like, this kid is set for life versus a student who comes out 200,000 in debt and marries 200,000 in debt. And now we're 400,000 in debt. Exactly right. That's where it gets really tough for these kids. And I watch parents and students go at it. They're on the other end of the computer and they're like, and I'm like, time out. We can do it. You know, it's going to be okay. So a lot of it is just, they don't know that it's possible to do it without going into debt. And I think that's the mission. Now let's talk a little bit about uh, trade schools. I know there's a, you know, there was a shift away from them you know, no child left behind. We're all going to go to the four-year universities, but not everybody's meant to be a four-year university person. So do you ever have a child that comes to you or student that you know is probably meant for a trade school? And, And if so, what does that look like? How do you, how do you direct them? So I've learned a lot. My, one of my nephews, actually, he, he just came to me and he says, you know what? School's just not for me. I'm happy. I graduated high school. I just want to work with my hands and I'm outstanding. What do you want to do? And he says, I want to build race cars. Outstanding. Let's, let's get you to a journeyman school where you can weld and build and do your thing. And he did it. And the neatest part is, is he is living his dream mm-hmm. And I did tell him it never hurts to take a business finance class, never hurts to take marketing, unless you want to work for somebody, then you don't need that. But if at any point, even if you're a plumber, electrician, if you want to run your own business, then go and take some classes, Mm -hmm. use that education to help you have a better life and, or, and, or figure it out or YouTube it. But at some point, you have to learn it. They don't teach it in high school. That's exactly right. I remember when we were, I was young. I don't know about you, but I was young. They taught that stuff in high Mm -hmm. school, you know, how to do a bank account and how to do this and that. And it's all gone now. It's it's unfortunate. So let's look at college ready. Did you say your 13th uh, application season? If you could go back to the first application season, What would you have done differently starting out your business? So there wasn't people like me back then. (laughs) And um, I've always been an advocate. And so I was looking for somebody to help me help my son because I knew I, I was not equipped to do so. And unfortunately, his high school wasn't able to help. And so I, I really had to figure this out on my own. And I spent 40 hours a week on top of my full-time career. I went back to school and I got my master's degree and then I started touring colleges. So I took it upon, not everybody can do that. Mm-hmm. And right. I was an entrepreneur, so I could juggle, I could do it. But what would I do different? Perfect. I would not chase the small scholarship. I made my son do 33 of the independent small scholarships. 
here's a kid who got seven top tier schools, Harvard for free, 33 little scholarships, he got $300. So I ran him ragged. I'm like, let's go get the money, come on. And we chased the little scholarship. Hindsight, what I've learned is applying, making the student the best they can be and then applying to the right schools that's where the big money is. Mm-hmm. And nobody tells you that's where the big money is. And so everybody's looking for that. Just give me a scholarship. And I'm honestly, that's what I would have changed. My poor son, I really pushed him hard to do those scholarships. And it was a huge, huge waste of time. And now I help parents understand if we can pick the right school and make the student the right candidate for them. It is, it just happens. It's beautiful. Every one of my students receive at least $10,000 or more in scholarships. So that's amazing. It's just a different way. I didn't know. But now you do. And now you're helping other parents because a lot of people don't know in school, the price of education is skyrocketing as we all know. Right. Okay. Um, So let's say someone listening or watching wants to get a hold of you, how would they do it? The best way to reach me is collegereadyplan.com. Good old website. I have all my social media channels on there, or you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I mean, we're on every one of them, uh, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. I think I have 20,000 of my best friends on LinkedIn following us. Um, but in all reality, you can pick up my book. I have a best-selling book on Amazon, and it's how to send your student to college without losing your mind or your money. And that book is $15, and it is a dig-in workbook for a busy working mom. It is not a long read. It's just, let's go get it done. So any way you want to reach us, collegereadyplan.com would be the best place to start because you can navigate any other area from there. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on Fearless in Pink. We learned a lot about getting our students ready for college and I appreciate you taking the time. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me.